0: what's up everybody and we are back in town the boys are back it is episode nine and it is monster rancher two and when i say the boys are back <laughs> um we're missing one
1: Poor and we're Jared. missing
0: the guy whose game it is yeah jared's not gonna be able to record with us this time and uh he's just been if you're wondering he's got uh work all the time and he's also having to coach his kids football team so he'll be back they'll definitely be back it's and just right man, now he's just kind of yeah, yeah, there's just so much stuff going on right now. That's why it took us forever to get this recorded. But um, we're definitely wanting to put something out. So me and Tanner's gonna throw something together, right? Oh yeah,
1: we're gonna try our best, guys. <laughs> I know you, Jared, fans are upset, but we'll try to we'll try to bring it.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll. St- I think we'll be all right. But uh, like I said, he'll be back. We just gotta. We just know we're itching for a new game. Everybody's probably ready to get this episode going. Damn, and right. Here we go. Three weeks with one yeah, game. But,
1: it, I mean, I love. Believe me, this game was great, but I was re- I'm ready to move on.
0: Yeah, it's like I mentioned before the podcast started, though. Like, a lot of the games I'm wanting to play, I'm just like, well, we might be doing that on the podcast. We might be doing that then. So then I'm just kind of sitting around not playing video games like I normally do. And I'm just like, okay, I've got to do – we've got to do something. Same, man.
1: I've I've just been playing competitive games like Smite and stuff on the PS4. Like, just waiting. Right. I'm wanting to save everything for this podcast. So, yeah.
0: Right. But – Without further ado, it's Monster Rancher time. But um, before we get started in that, I just want to remind everybody, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast or if you're following along, we are still doing the PlayStation Classic giveaway. It is sealed in the box. And all you need to do to enter is go over to um, Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Just look up Retro Jammers and leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Take a screenshot of your review and then look us up on Twitter. It's We have a Twitter handle of at Retro Jammers. You can also find us on Facebook. Just look up Retro Jammers and you'll find us there. Send us that screenshot and then boom, that's all you have to do and you're entered. It won't take, what, a minute or two of your time? And you are, if that. And then you'll be entered for a free PlayStation Classic. And we're covering shipping and everything. So don't think you're having to pay shipping or we're trying to do that. It's absolutely free, sealed, never been opened, never been used. Pretty cool. Pretty good little retro system. We've had Um, a lot of people
1: already jump on board. So get on that if y'all are wanting this.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's the first 100 people are added to the wheel. So if you're 101, you missed it. So get on it for sure. But um, anyway, this week is going to be, like we talked about Jared not being here, it's going to be a little different. But uh, we're going to roll with it. And as far as what I've got lately, because I like to talk about some of the stuff I've been collecting, yeah. um, as far as games go, I have not really got much. Like I kind of fired up the original, like I got the original Kill Zone on PS2. I might have talked about that before, mm-hmm. though. And I've got every other Killzone game because I just like it's a first person shooter, but I just kind of like the series. So <laughs> I just like to get the complete collection. I didn't even and I got it for that free. I, I
1: thought it was on PS3.
0: Right. Killzone 2 and 3 is on PS3. And then I think Shadowfall came out on 4. Yeah. And I got the um, uh, Killzone Mercenaries for Vita, which was wicked awesome of a handheld shooter. Like it looks like a PS3 game, like they said it would. Oh, yeah. That one delivered. But, um, Anyway, I got it, which completed, means I've got them all now, which is pretty cool. Um, But like I said, I got it for free. It was like, he had like a dollar price tag. He's like, you know what? You're buying this other stuff. You can just have it. And I was like, okay. Um, (laughs) Also, uh, my PS2, I got one of those vertical stands for it so I could stand it up, which like saves a ton of room. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I mentioned before ugliest system I've ever seen in my life was the PS2 fat model. It's like a but, big
1: tumor on the bottom of it. Yeah. I know.
0: What you're right. But it's also arguably the greatest system of all time. Just to be, I mean, not, not necessarily my opinion, but I mean, it's the best selling. So oh, yeah. I mean, look at it how you want to
1: massive library. But,
0: oh, big time. That's why I'm, I started collecting for it. And I was just like, man, a lot of these like hidden gem videos and stuff, they're loaded. Like you can look at, you can watch 10 different videos, and they all have different games for the PS2 that you can buy. That's, like, crazy to me. You watch Metal really Jesus that- Rocks, don't you? Oh, all the I time. I do, too. I watch <laughs> the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could watch, Like, I love watching his videos because, I mean, that's stuff I'm interested in. And then he covers up. He even has buying guides and everything. So it's definitely pretty cool. Oh, yeah. But um, another thing I did with my PS2 was I got a what's called a component cable. Mm-hmm. So... Composite is just, you know, the red, white, yellow cable. And then composite is the, uh, uh, what is it, like blue, green. Um, I'm not sure of all the colors. But anyway, point being, though, the PS2 on an HDTV using um, component cable Mm -hmm. is awesome. Like it looks, it it takes out all like the wavy lines and everything and makes it look clear. And like, that's why I'm pretty excited to get to ps PS2 gaming. Oh, same. I got it looking pretty good now. That
1: Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets is going to be looking fresh.
0: Yes, it is. I'm excited for that. Um so anyway, but since this is Monster Two Monster Rancher two week, um, we've had some people play along with us and it's that's that's always what we aim for mm-hmm. to get people involved. Um, do you have that list, Tanner, of the people that's been playing along? Yeah, man,
1: I do. And like <clears throat> like we said previously, Jared gave his whole spiel on how to play this game. It's a very rare yeah. and, and kinda of difficult game to play, so we appreciate everyone who has participated with us. And the list here I got is uh, Dennis Hill. He played with us, uh, Terry Bragg, Jeff Elkins, our producer. He played with us, and Mandy Belcher. They all played with us, and we appreciate each and every one of you because, like I said, this game is really difficult to get a hold of. But the, through the power of the Retro Jammers, as we, as people, has been sharing on our <laughs> Facebook group, they are coming out with a re-release of this in des, on December 9th for Switch, Steam, and iOS. So that's right. That is crazy because. This is a game that we thought no one had ever heard of or ever played, but now you guys will get your chance.
0: So yeah, we thought, we thought this was gonna be like a hidden gem or something like that, and then all of a sudden they're just like like because we felt bad for putting it off for so long because we just had to. Like I said, Jared got busy, I was a little bit busy. I mean, things finally caught up and we we're able to record it. Yeah, but. Um, the other day, they're just like, hey, we're doing a Monster Rancher 2 remake. So that's when we're just like, okay, we have to put an episode out this weekend. That is oh, awesome. Yeah. That's not, even mo-
1: not just Monster Rancher 2, but it's one and two combined. So that's, 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 that's right, awesome. Yeah. So I have written down here a few things that they're adding with this re-release. Because it, it, graphically, it looks exactly the same. They're not really like touching, up, touching it up or anything. But they're going to be adding right. online battles. Which, I, I mean, for a monster fighting game, that's like a must-have. And I, yeah, I feel like this, this type of game, like like Pokemon and Monster Rancher, I, I love the systems that they're releasing this for because I feel like mobile, or not not just mobile, but handheld is the way to go for games like this because, like you know, how yep. Pokemon that that was only on handhelds, so you can raise it on the go. It's kind of like a Tamagotchi, but in modern, you know, modern times.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Like that is the way to go for these games. I, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: And like we said a lot previously, uh, the way you get monsters in this game is you put a CD in the PlayStation, and then that CD will give you any random monster, and then that will be your, your monster. But now it's saying they'll have a unique ID system to get monsters. That's all they've said. I don't really know what that means. I'm th- what I'm thinking is, my theory, is they'll take maybe some of your save states from, like, previous games, and you can use it like that. Or maybe even, like, games you own digitally. Like, you can just... Uh, like, if you have Mario Odyssey or something on your Switch, that might be a monster. I don't know. We'll figure that out, but that could be a way that they're doing it.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely interested to see how they do that because uh, another cool thing that we, we were talking about, like you mentioned, you can swap out CDs and everything, but um, unfortunately, I didn't buy the game this week because I just didn't didn't want to drop the $80 <laughs> on it, really. <laughs> yeah, you definitely did. But I got, got a, I got a hell of a deal on it. on it. I got it for
1: 50, uh, 50 bucks at a local game store. Yeah,
0: right. Uh, Dennis, you mentioned him. I think he ended up spending – or. Getting it for seventy dollars, which is still pretty decent. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just—I mean, that's pretty what good going for it, right? But um, I was going to say, like, I had to emulate it, and where like your PC can run like DVDs and everything, you could actually use like instead of just CDs and PS1 games, you could use PS2 games and DVDs oh, wow. just because it can read it, and it would still pick them up. And I thought that was pretty cool because I tried different like well, PS2 when you games. Tried that so carbon, wasn't it here? always
1: the same monster? It was that that weird ass like <laughs> rabbit thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that uh um, most of the PS two games kept pulling out the same like it was like that a cross between a dog and the uh was it a storian maybe? Like I, I get the monsters mixed up. Uh, yeah, a I have bit, no clue yeah, about it,
1: the monster names.
0: Yeah. Right. It kept pulling out the same, same exact monster. So I was like, ah, eh, that's kinda but it, it reads from the table of contents, so I understand how it kind of how it works. So I looked had to look into it. It like reads the table of contents and that's how it determines what monster you right. get. So that was pretty cool. But, and I got, a few, I got yeah. a few
1: other things that they're adding to this uh, new recent re-release. They're going to be balancing oh, cool. the monsters, which is awesome because some of these monsters in this game were broke. Did you ever experience yep. that Gollum monster Carter?
0: Yeah, like I would literally like try to stay away from him and just well on him. And then like he would have like a 20% chance to hit me or 30%. But if he did, like there's nothing you can do. Last second, you're yep. done. You're one hit.
1: And then they're also adding a speed-up mode. So, like, this game is heavily based that on training awesome. your monsters. Sometimes you just want to speed it up and, and get get through the grindiness of it. Because a lot of uh, RPG re-releases nowadays are adding that speed-up mode. So that's really needed. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was a great choice.
0: Oh, I agree. One of my favorite series is, um, or, or a series that's heavily story-based that I love, It's I mentioned it to you all in our chat, like, over the years. It's Trails of Cold Steel. Mm-hmm. And I got it on Vita, and there's no speed up mode. But I mean, it's just, uh, it, it just, it can be a boring game if you're not into the story because it can just trug along and along and along. Yeah. But they put them on PS4 as well, and they actually have a speed up mode. So you can just literally, like, blast through the um, the stories and the uh, um, battles and everything. Yeah. And that makes the game 10 times more playable. It it really does. And I could see that for this game being huge because oh, yeah. we'll get into it. That's going to be one of my, <laughs> that's a criticism I have of it. It was just saying uh, the, but yeah, we'll definitely Other get into that. In a I
1: bought uh, Final Fantasy IX because I never played it before. I remember sending you all pictures of me playing it, and it had a speed up mode, and I used it frequently. So, oh yeah,
0: I, that, that's another one. Yeah, definitely could use it on those. In, any of those older Final Fantasies would benefit from that, just because of the random encounters you got to go through. Yeah, it can be just that can just slow the game down big time.
1: Now with Jared being gone, he is the guy who grew up playing this, so our history no, segment tough. might be a little short. Carter, do you have any history with yeah. this series at all? Like growing <laughs> up.
0: Yeah, like uh, as far as series or us the history goes, like it's like well, me and Tanner have no history except for um, I used to watch the anime, and the only reason I know I watched the anime is I looked it up on YouTube because I kind of remembered it, and then like okay, guys, I have not seen the anime in like twenty five years or twenty years. I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> But uh, I say 25 years, and it might not even have been out 25 years ago. Yeah. It could have been 20 years ago. But um, as soon as it started up and the intro came on, I knew every single word to it. It's like one of those songs that you just don't – like somehow I was like, okay, I used to watch this. All I remember it coming on after – it was either after Pokemon or after Dig- – I remember because I used to come home from school, mm-hmm. and Pokemon would come on at like three thirty four or something in that neighborhood. Yeah. And as soon as it came off, I would switch over to Fox and watch Digimon right after. Right. And when Digimon went off, I could switch back over and I think Monster Rancher was on. So that was in the height of, you know, those monster taming, monster catching Mm -hmm. days. Everybody was getting into it. And that's what really had all these spinoffs. Like you had Pokemon, Digimon, uh, Monster Rancher. I even, yeah, I even have a game called uh, Eternal Eyes, which is a very generic game. And I might put that on the podcast one day. And it's the, it's, it uses Mm Mapamon. Mapamon are magical puppet monsters. (laughs) And that's just a whole different yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool little game. It's a tactics RPG, and like I said, I'll probably pick it one day, but it's just, you know, it came out in that same era that all these games came out. Right.
1: And, well, Car- and, um, Carter, I was going to ask you, because this is out of my own curiosity. I've, I've Of course, I played Pokemon. Uh, my first Pokemon game was Pokemon Ruby on the Game Boy Advance, so yeah. I know all about Pokemon. But as far as Digimon goes, is Monster Rancher more along, or not Monster Rancher, is Digimon like a kind of like more of a Monster Rancher game, or is that more like Pokemon? Because I don't know nothing about Digimon.
0: Okay, well, um, as far as the Digimon World games goes, uh-huh. and that's one thing like um, about the review score that I'm kind of trying not to compare it. Same, yeah. But let me put it this way: in Digimon World, you have a training area where you can take your monster and training, and there's literally different things that like you know how in this game they you can whatever you choose will raise a different stat. Yeah, Digimon World has that, and Digimon World also has a tournament with different classes you can go through. So okay. it has this whole game pretty much in those two segments in Digimon world. But, um, and, uh, so it's even the battle system, like instead of just like choosing attack, defend and all that, like you do in Pokemon where you just choose which attack you're going to use yeah. in Digimon world. You can literally like in this game, you know how you can just like su- tell it like, Hey, do this attack. Hey, do this yeah. attack whenever it uh, Digimon world's got a very, very similar battle system to that. Like there's just the Digimon's running around the map with fighting this other one. Right. And you can say, "Hey, do this, do that," and it'll do it. So it's extremely similar to Digimon in that way. Okay,
1: so Digimon, you would say, is more like Monster Rancher than Pokemon.
0: Oh, extremely, yeah. I'd almost say it's a sort of like a combination of the two. I'll have to pick it for you to try it out, so you know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I've always wanted to go into it, but
0: uh, yeah, especially the first one. It's, it's. I mean, well, I grew up with it, so I, I, I'm gonna say it's awesome. But I mean, biased big time. <laughs>
1: But uh, for me, like I said multiple times, I'm I'm a little bit younger than these guys, so I never – Monster Rancher was already out of its, I guess, prime by the time I was uh, playing games, so I never really played it. But for those of you who don't know, uh, me and Jared are cousins. So uh, I would say in about 2011, 2012, that was whenever we really started uh, like becoming friends and really getting to know each other. Because before then, I was always like that little – little kid cousin that <laughs> he didn't really talk to or want anything to do with. <laughs> so at, around that time, uh, he started showing me games that he grew up playing, and Monster Rancher was one of them, and I always was amazed by the CD system, man. Like back then, I was just like, you can use any CD and get a monster. I don't know what about that idea was so crazy to me, but but it was just such a different way of doing it. It was like using the system's uh, – like. I don't know. I guess just the the format to and playing around with it. I thought that was just such a unique oh. idea.
0: Oh, I agree. Like even now when we did that, I was just blown away by it. Like it's twenty twenty one. I was like, I did not know it did that. That is one of because you could just pick like like we picked our different CDs and everything, and we all got a different monster. I thought that was just incredible. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I mean, do you want to jump into the review? I feel like that would be a good thing to talk about, what we got.
0: Oh, yeah, it's it's time. I think we're down to it now because, like you said, we, we've blown up through the history because we really didn't have much. But, uh, yeah, we had something. So, yeah, it's time to review.
1: Okay, Carter. So, in the last episode, we talked about we were going to pick our favorite album and we were going to see what that gave us and whatever that gave us we were going to go with it. But if I'm not mistaken, did you and Jared not, uh, you wasn't able to use Blizzard of Oz, was you?
0: No, like it, um, it like blocks the monster. Like sometimes uh, in this game, when you get like too strong of a monster from a certain like CD or something, whatever it reads, it just won't let you have it. I think that happened a few times. You were able to get yours Oh yeah, um, (laughs) and you went with him. It was uh, the block. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. People. Uh, if you all haven't been following our Facebook page, cause we would reveal what monsters we got every day that we got them. I want you to visualize this. And whatever you picture in your head is exactly what my monster was. Picture a nine foot tall pink sponge. That was my monster.
0: hundred <laughs> percent. It was just a big purple, block. nothing
1: more, nothing less. And I, I was nope. sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck can I name a sponge? So I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, okay, I picked the Beatles white album. That's my favorite album. So I'm like, is there anything I can go with that? And then I, I remembered their, their album, Sergeant Pepper. And on the cover, they're all wearing different military outfits, and they're, they're all a different color. So the drummer, Ringo, he was wearing a pink um, military outfit. So I was like, okay, Ringo, I'll just name him that. I'll go with that. So, yeah, I, I was just like, everything. man, what the f- – I got maybe the lamest monster on that game. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what caught me? I was just like, I mean, how does that monster eat? See, it has nothing to well, it. It's just a. Sometimes big when it square. does an
1: action, this creepy ass face will come out of its chest. Like I never sent you all that, okay. but it was it, it was kind of disturbing. But I would say eighty percent of the time, it was just this big ass pink sponge. So, so, so <laughs> what was cool. yours, Carter?
0: Well, mine was um. So I didn't get the Aussie Blizzard of Oz to work, but I did have a um a Black Sabbath album, their newest one. It's called a uh, Thirteen, I yeah, believe. Yeah. And uh, that came out in 2013. It was our last one. Pretty cool. But, you know, we won't go into Aussie how awesome he oh, is. I mean, if you I, know, you know.
1: That goes without saying.
0: Yeah. But um, it gave me a scale, what's called a scale jail. Uh-huh. And that, uh, what is it, J-E-L-L. And it's pretty much like, it reminds me of a ditto, which is like a little blob. Uh-huh. But he would transform into like a helicopter and fly around the farm. He could transform, like that's what his thing was, was he could just like transmute, turn his body into whatever. <laughs> what like, some of his attacks was literally, like, he would turn into a top and, like, a spinning top and just, like, slam into the enemy. And then once I got it leveled up, he had uh, spikes all around yeah. with that spinning top. So that was pretty cool. That's another thing. The moves, like, the way you learned them and stuff was, it was pretty cool. Like, um, you had to send them the whole to a game, camp, like, didn't
1: you? And that was how they learned it?
0: Yeah. I think they called it Aaron Tree, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And you would have to pay. I always waited till it was, like, half off to send them because it was, like, 2,000. But when it's half off, it was only 1,000. And they would get their skills up, of course, but then they would also learn a move or two, which was pretty cool. Or they they had the uh, option to learn a move. It Doesn't necessarily mean they will. Yeah. But um, but that I thought that was pretty interesting. Now that's a that's definitely only Monster Ranchers done that done it that way that I know of. Oh yeah. As far as no, I, uh,
1: I was going to ask you if you if you like the fact that you only raise one monster at a time, because po- everyone knows on Pokemon you have six Pokemon at a time in, on on your on your inventory. Did you like how right. you, you was just one-on-one with the monster?
0: Um, I did. One thing about the game that I can criticize is the... Uh, we talked about the pacing earlier, mm-hmm. um, and that's the one thing. Like I did like the one-on-one monster, which Digimon World does the same thing. Oh, wow. Okay. But um, in Digimon World, you have the one monster, but you're also going on an entire adventure to kind of yeah. save the digital world. Mm-hmm. And this one, like one thing I didn't like was... After you got past the awesomeness of getting your monster with the CDs and swapping out, because I, I mean, I sat there and swapped out different CDs over and over just to see what they would give me. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. It really was. Yeah. You know, because because when if you think about it, that means like every CD that you go to Walmart or any store you're looking at, they're like, okay, there's a monster in it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But um, once you get your monster back to the farm, it's just like, okay, you got the same thing going over and over. You're not really <laughs> going on an adventure with it. You're not doing anything. It, when it does the errand trees, you're just watching. You're not even nah, playing yeah. it. You're just watching do his thing. Training, you just say go train, and either it will or it won't. And sometimes and with I the training,
1: man, like because uh, one really cool thing about this game is each monster has their own personality, basically, like their temperament yeah. uh, with their likes and dislikes and all that. So Ringo, he was a bit of an ass because he had the worst, <laughs> he had the worst temperament of possible. So every time I would attempt to train him, he would either cheat or he wouldn't listen to me. It, every time we were in battles, he would do something called a foolery, which is basically where they don't listen to you and they just kind of show off and they, they don't really do the attack. So yeah, uh, I, I do kind of like how this game is a mix of uh, luck and like skill, because in Pokemon games, it's primarily skill based, wouldn't you say? Like it's about knowing the oh, yeah. types, knowing all that. But uh, there's also a bit of luck depending on what monster you get, because sometimes the monsters can be shitheads and they won't listen to what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and I like that you can change that too. Like Ozzy was a little bit of a shithead when I first got him. That's what I named my scale gel, by the way. Oh, Ozzy, yeah. <laughs> of course. And, uh, but he was like, the what they call that is it, uh, foolery or yeah, whatever. And when you're in battle, and he wouldn't listen, he would cheat. But, uh, I had Ozzy live for five years. So I had the same monster for the majority of my playthrough. And, um, that was a long time, but I kept feeding him. He loved tablets. So that's what I fed him, even though those things were <laughs> freaking expensive. And after a while, I just couldn't. I had, it was like, here's a potato, yeah. but. But um, he lived for five years, and uh, he got pretty strong. Like I got him up to the A cup, I believe.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And um, But, yeah, he ended up being awesome and towards the end, and I was kind of sad to see him go. So that's why I was, you talked about the single monsters. Like I kind of got a little bit attached to him same. in my first playthrough.
1: Uh, Ringo my, Ringo only lasted two years. Because c- typically, I think they say, what is it, the, the average monster lifespan is four years? Is that it?
0: Right. And I think they can live up to a max of ten years. But um, yeah, ten. the average is I didn't is know like it was fourth. ten. That's crazy. Yeah, Jeff told me that uh, one time because he Jeff looks into all the extra details of it. Our producer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he told me that the max they live is ten years. But after so many years, they start becoming like kind of like they'll start going downhill and everything. Because I don't know if you noticed, because Ozzy towards when he was getting towards the end of his life, whenever he would train, instead of getting like plus twelve, plus eleven, he would get like plus one, plus two, yeah. and I'd say. I'm getting really tired. Well the thing so. was,
1: dude, whenever Ringo was like towards the end of his life, uh you, you have a, a assistant named Colt who kinda like uh, advises you and yeah. they're basically speaking for you the entire game. But they would tell me like, Maybe you should retire Ringo, maybe you should retire Ringo. And th- but right after that, he'd be like, Ringo is well. A bet like, then what is it? Is he good or is he bad? Yeah. <laughs> so I kept training him me. and putting him in battles and then eventually I think I pushed him over the edge and then that's how he died.
0: it it, it is and I think that when they say he's well they're talking about for that day like as far as training like can he do this is he tired whatever but yeah because it did the same thing for Ozzy towards the end there they'd be like yeah you need to retire Mm -hmm. and then like I entered into a battle they're like please don't let him get KO'd I was (laughs) like okay I never do what are you talking about? Yeah
1: that was my favorite thing Uh, that was another one of my favorite
0: things dude is that your
1: monsters can die and it it is like if I was a kid playing this six years old and I got super attached to a monster that death scene is is brutal dude
0: that would have ripped my heart out, dude. I'd have been like upset. Yeah, I, like, I only had him for two was.
1: years, and I'm a full full grown ass man at this point. So, you know, I was just in it like it was it was heartbreaking. It was just like <laughs> you see their soul leave their body, and they're like you you can hold a funeral for them. And I'm like, Pokemon. They kind of like the the fan base tried, made something called a nuts a nuts lock. I think is what it's what's called. Have you ever heard of that? Oh,
0: I love it too. Oh yeah, we I think me you and Jared try to do a few, few nuts lock challenges, and they are. Um, pretty awesome. And if you don't know the rules for Nuzlocke, um, isn't it like once they faint, you got to release them like they're yeah, gone? It, it's kind of like
1: an artificial way of your Pokemon dying, essentially, because Pokemon can't die in Pokemon games. But
0: I, yeah, and if you, and I think those older Pokemon games can be relatively easy. I I, mean, I don't want to. We're getting ready to do Gen One. It's on the wheel, so we'll be doing it. Yeah, but I mean, like, and even not the older ones, even like because I, I the last one I played was maybe Pokemon X and Y. And that game was, like, stupid easy. Like, I mean, like, it was, like, almost to the point mm-hmm. of, okay, this is getting boring because I can just walk through it and just, you know, blast it. They had something called Share
1: XP on that game, right? Where if you just use one Pokemon, yeah, right every from Pokemon start. got the same amount of XP.
0: Yeah, it was uh, just a little bit too easy for me. Now, the Nuzlocke challenge, though, completely opens these older games up, the newer games. It just makes Pokemon, for me, like, extremely fun, more of a challenge. You get to experience new Pokemon and everything. But that's, you know, that's Pokemon, of course. But, yeah. Yeah we're talking about the death and everything, but it's pretty much similar. Like you have to release your Pokemon, but in this one, they have like a full fledged funeral death. Everyone's crying. It's sad. And then it's, it's like, Oh my God, you did this to kids back in the day.
1: Like my, my sponge like cracked in half and he was laying there dead. I'm like, what the hell happened? What did I do wrong? Which right before he died, me and Jared have this funny little theory. Uh, He, sometimes your monsters can just randomly go missing. Like they can just leave your farm and you have no idea where the fuck they went. So it was, I think, four weeks that Ringo was missing. And when he came back, I think two weeks after that, he died. So me and Jared said some old, old ass lady just took him and like used him as a sponge and bleach. And that that was what killed him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: So um, didn't you get a second, like another thing you can do is once your first monster is towards the end of its life, you can freeze them and combine them with a new CD monster to combine them to make a stronger monster and continue that monster's bloodline. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what you can do. And I thought that was pretty cool. Like, uh, cause Ozzy lived, uh, exactly five years is when he died. Mm-hmm. But I, I knew he was getting close to the end after just talking to you all. So I kept saving it. Like every time I do something. Yeah. <laughs> so I had it saved at four years, 11 months. And, um, the, the, so the next week he dies, but I already had it saved. So I just loaded it back up cause I didn't want him to die. That's what I did. Too. And I took him out and froze him. And then um, I got a new monster, which, by the way, was maybe my favorite monster so far in the game. Do you remember what I remember I named him Gizmo. Oh, it was that little fast I looking it, little. Uh,
1: I was so jealous because that was the coolest looking monster I've ever seen.
0: Oh, it was awesome. And I think it was um, what game? I used a PS1 game. and we Oh, it was Kingsfield for PS1 because I had it just, I was like, hey, pick a number. And I just shuffled through it and grabbed a random game yeah. that you all picked for me. And it was that monster, and I was like, okay, I'll work with this. I got him up to A-cup as well. He was awesome. I loved that little monster, but he was starting to get old again. And <laughs> well, I ended up uh, combining him and Ozzy, and it gave me just a regular Tiger because I think he was like part Tiger maybe, yeah. which is the wolf of the game. I don't know why they can name him <laughs> Tiger, but uh, whatever. I'm not – I didn't make the game. Yeah. But um, they, I ended up getting just a regular Tiger, but he was tough, like real tough. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's what I have right now. Um, but, I mean, we're doing the podcast now, but that's that's pretty much as far as I made it to that monster, and I think I was maybe fourth rank. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out. You gave Terry a shout out earlier, Terry Bragg. Yeah. He made it all the way. I think he beat it, and he had a, a dragon. Hell
1: yeah, dude. Congratulations, Terry. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's all. Like, I'm jealous of that. And he emulated it on his phone, which is pretty cool. I used to do that on my um, – I had a Sony Ericsson. It was well, – when they still did Sony Ericsson, but it was Sony Ericsson Xperia Play. Yeah. Which was a had like when you slid it out, it had a controller in there. It looked like the PSP go, yeah. but it was a cell phone. And I used to emulate games on it all the time. Like, um I remember I was playing Final Fantasy seven on it. Yeah. And this and I worked security and this guy just came busting onto the property at like 10am. And I had my boots off and everything just getting ready to go home at noon because you know, I'm working security just hanging out. I don't care. <laughs> But um, he drove by so fast, I was like, "Well, who in the world?" And I put my boots on, go out there, and he's like bolts out of the uh, electrician's place. He grabbed a bunch of like stuff to steal. Yeah. He he just got fired two weeks ago, and no one even told us. So if he'd have just cruised on cool, I'd have just waved at him, and he'd have, he'd have done whatever he wanted to do. Oh my God! But, um, so I go out there, and then I end up calling the cops, and they end up arresting the dude because I got his license plate and everything about the car. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh man, you're doing such a good job." And I was thinking, man, I was playing Final Fantasy VII the whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> But, that's uh, hilarious, man. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah.
1: Anyway, not to cut you off or anything, but as for me, no, my second monster, uh, after Ringo died, and like I said, he's this huge ass sponge wall. So I was looking through my CDs. And I'm like, okay, what would be a good way for Ringo's memory? And I found Pink Floyd's The Wall CD. <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. You can't get any more perfect than that. He's he was Pink, and he's I should have gave
0: me the sponge. Yeah, that should give you the sponge, I think.
1: Yeah, or, or no, what that gave me was a yellow one-eyed scorpion. I don't remember what it was called, but it was it was it was pretty cool looking.
0: So I combined. Yeah, that was the only one I seen too. That was pretty badass, dude. I was jealous of that. We should have traded if we could have. I'm, <laughs> Here's Gizmo, my for the scorpion. Yeah, so I was just like, man, give
1: me something. Give me like a pink scorpion, even. I'll take it. I combine them. They give me a fucking metallic wall. I was like, of course. <laughs>
0: Of course. I, was
1: like, I guess I'm going with the whole wall bloodline here. So I named him – I named the crab Mr. Krabs because I couldn't think of anything. So I named him uh, Kingo, just mixing Ringo and Mr. Krabs. So I, was, I couldn't think of anything. Yeah, that's
0: fair. But, uh, yeah, he's just another brick in the wall. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that that's uh, that's my favorite thing about the game by far is that you can keep that bloodline going. But, Carter, I was going to ask you, do you think it is possible for your first monster to make it all the way to the S rank? Do you think that, or do you think this game intended for you to keep uh, uh, combining the monsters and getting them stronger?
0: I'm pretty sure it did, just because um, like it blocked so many monsters. Even though I got all up to fourth rank, mm-hmm. um, I tried to use uh, Metal Gear Solid Three, okay. which was the um, the one that got blocked on me for PS2. Yeah. And wouldn't let me. So then I tried to uh, when we spun, or for just my ran- or you picked a number for my random games. We got Final Fantasy seven, right? Right. And I was like, oh, this will be awesome. And it still blocked that one. And then um, Metal Gear Solid, the original one, got blocked. And I was like, okay, I'm fourth rank, and I still can't get this. So I think they save the more powerful monster they want you to build up to them. So I do think that. And, um, man, I know how awesome. Like, we were talking about how good it is, but I've got to touch on some negatives. Um, (laughs) uh, I know Jared. Like, Jared, he sent us his score already, and we'll go over those in a minute. Yeah, he absolutely loved the game, which he grew up with it, which is understandable. And I, I enjoyed the game for the most part but I'll be honest with you though. Like after a while I was sitting there and I was like, okay, after you get past getting your monster and everything um, you never see your character, which is fine. Cause you know, it's you. So you yeah. can picture it that way, but you never see other people ever, just a picture of mm-hmm. them. And it just seemed like a very low, it, it, which it was probably a low budget. The town like, was just like a block.
1: It's like, you didn't really see much of anything. You didn't even see the store. Like every time you go to the store, it's just this mm-hmm. old lady and that's it. You know, like a picture of an old lady. Yeah,
0: Exactly. Like, there's really not much to it outside from the training, and then when you get into the arena, that's that's literally the game. Because yeah. uh, Gizmo would dig around, which was pretty cool, and he actually found a huge spring and a tree, and they she planted a tree and everything. So I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what that does, mm-hmm. and it doesn't do anything. And he's just like, hey, you got a hot spring now, and then there's like a cutscene with yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, what can I do with it? No, nothing. You just got one. <laughs> oh. Well, you go do an errand tree, and I'll just, uh, I guess, watch. And then um, at the end of those errand trees, once you got a monster strong enough, they'll go into a battle with some random wild monster. Did you ever see that?
1: Oh yeah, uh, all the, yeah, I think I've seen it a handful of times.
0: All right, and what made me mad is like you can't even control it then because you're not there. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's just your monsters randomly fighting, and I was just like, I mean. So, uh, like, I just did not enjoy that there wasn't really an adventure to it, and it was a whole lot of, like, I can deal with the repetitive nature of training and everything because I love grinding in these types of games. That's, like, what I've always done. I mean, I I like the original Dragon Warrior, which is literally a grind fest. Right.
1: Yeah, a a big complaint for me was kind of the training because, I mean, it was fine, it it did its job, but I wish it was a little bit more in-depth because the weeks in this game can fly by. Like, if, if you spend a month, okay, your monsters typically live four years. I would say a year passes by. If you're just going bang, 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 train, 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 it's probably 20 minutes in a year, maybe. Like, would you say that's accurate, Carter?
0: Because if that, yeah, I agree 100%. Like I I said, I wish it
1: broke it down more to like the days of the month, not just the weeks. You know what I mean? Like a little bit more in depth in terms of that way.
0: Right, and like I said, one thing I always love in these games is um, now you know, like I'm not going to sit there and tell you how Pokemon has this big, huge storyline to it, but I enjoy like traveling from town to town and going through like Team Rocket, and they got certain things that are in the way for you to kind of work around. Yeah. And I mean, it's still the core game is you know your battle and your battle and your training and your raising, but there's stuff to do along the way. This one, there's nothing to do along the way. There's just <laughs> a hey, get your monster, train it, and go do these tournaments. Yeah. Okay. What else? That's it, and I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, okay, I was shocked that cool. Jared I mean, took a high them. review
1: because he loves that social aspect. That's always his favorite things in video games, and there's basically none.
0: No, there's none, and that's one. I, I and I just don't like that. Like I'm so like uh like I said, like there's a lot of people who absolutely love this it's game. Still,
1: like, didn't Jeff and, say it's still like going strong right now?
0: Yeah, and it is. And Jeff, uh, he played it for I think his first time he put it up. He played for like. 2 p.m. or or 4 p.m. to like 3 in the morning or something just kept playing it over and over and even I played it forever but then like once I got the second monster I was just like okay let's see what happens and he started doing that stuff with getting the hot spring and stuff so I was like okay stuff's happening now but then it's like oh I really don't get I didn't feel like I was there I feel like I was just watching a game instead of playing like if I had to explain it I guess like Pokemon is like an adventure RPG Digimon you got an adventure RPG going this game is more just like a Training simulation. It's,
1: it's like literally those little Tamagotchi things you would carry in your pocket. Like it, you're looking at your monster, you tell it what to do, you train it, you do do like you feed it even. But then besides that, you send it to go fight. Which real quick, card? Do you want to get into the combat of the game? Which I feel like is really yeah, unique for for this type of game because usually in like Pokemon, for instance, it's turn based. So you pick fight and then you go into an ability and then they do it. But in this game, you actually right. control your monster and you can, like, you know what I mean? Like, it looks like...
0: Oh, you can move it back and forward and make it do that, and then, like, where, however its distance away is, is what move you can use, which is pretty cool.
1: I thought that was a a pretty decent take, because that also shows that, uh, like, it it really shows you how well you're training your monster, because sometimes, like I said with Ringo, he wouldn't do some of my moves, so that showed me that I had to train him more. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, exactly, and uh, I know you don't know, because Digimon World... Is like you haven't played it yet, mm-hmm. but you will. But um, <laughs> uh it has very similar gameplay to this one. Like it's it's different, but um as far as like like sometimes your Digimon will ignore you and everything depends how it's trained, then uh, your Digimon can be sad and everything. But like I said, I don't want to ruin that one. Yeah. But it is this game has still got its own, like where you can move them forward and back and everything and select your move and everything. That is very unique. But Digimon World is still similar in a way, yeah. but there's just there's more Meat to the game, I guess, compared mm-hmm. to this one because, like I said, this one they're just I mean, you're just training, going to the arena, and that's it. Yeah, the rest of it is just kind of like I don't there know. Was like of, just... There was
1: two kinds of tournament tops. Did you notice that? Where one was kind of like more of a grid where it, it kept track of all the, the times that you won a battle, and then there was also one that was more of just a bracket, like if you lost the first yeah. round, then you just you're out of the tournament completely.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did both of those because uh, I tried pretty much a little bit of everything just to get into it and uh, some of them though was like hey it's, it's a new year battle you want to enter your monster and I was like yeah I'll do that and then like my first round my monster was Aussie and he had his pretty decent stats Yeah, but the monster I faced him was just like 600 plus on everything and I'm like well, what am I even doing here
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so I mean do you want to get into our scores here
0: yeah we might as well Now I think it's about time is there anything else you want to add about the actual review part of it or I pretty we pretty much hit yeah. everything I mean yeah
1: I, but... I'd say we hit everything
0: Okay, well, let's get down to the review score then.
1: Okay, uh, this is Jared's game, and he sent us his review score because he wasn't able to make it yep. today. So we he gave this game, a, game a whopping 9.4.
0: Yeah. That's a, uh, like I said, like I was like, Man, <laughs> I, that's I yeah. think that's
1: the <laughs> highest anyone's ever gave a game on this podcast.
0: No, I gave uh, Super Mario World a 9.6, I think. Oh,
1: okay, okay. I know I gave Banjo a 9.2.
0: Which I absolutely love Super Mario. And he, I mean, he loves Monster Rancher 2. He's always talked about Monster Rancher, though, ever since I've known him, and I've met him in third grade. So. Yeah, like because so I, I, I watched it.
1: him play Monster Rancher 4, and I feel like that is a game that would really make you a fan because it has every complaint that you're saying. That game has it. So I hope he plays right. in the future sometime.
0: Oh, me too. I would look forward to that. Like I said, this one was just a straight simulation. Here's your arena battle.
1: So. Yeah. Okay, man. Do you want to go first on this?
0: Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. So, um, like I said, we talked about how like, I love the CD system. That was great. Um, I thought like the graphics weren't bad either. Like, no, I thought like it had, it's a PS1 game. And like I said, the new ones are going to be even better. So, that'll be something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, overall though, like I said, I just hate that there wasn't an adventure to go on. There wasn't like a bad, like I didn't notice a bad guy unless you just had to keep playing, but I'm telling you, I got like 15, 20 hours into it. And (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was the game just to try to train up and win the tournament. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, so for me, like even the battle system, I thought was pretty cool. I I love when they do stuff like that. Mm I just hated the errantry and stuff where I just had to watch and couldn't really control anything. Like I felt like I was literally just watching the game most of the time. So, and you are—that's just how it is. Yeah. But um, so for me, like the game sits right at a—it's a seven point. I'm giving it a seven flat, like seven point zero, just wow. right on the money. Okay. Like I said it was a good game, but uh, like I said, once you get past the CD system or thing, like the reason why like, we've been on this game for three weeks and I honestly haven't played it within the past week or so, just because like there's I was kind of getting bored with it. Like, I hate to say that because I know people love the game, Mm -hmm. but for me personally, like, there just wasn't much left for me once I started going through the tournament bracket. And once I combined the two monsters and got to the next monster, I was like, this is pretty much just going to be rinse and repeat until I get a strong enough monster to beat it. So I was pretty much done with it, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, I think I enjoyed the game a little bit more than you, but all the things that you're saying, I completely agree with. Yeah, like, I didn't like how... Uh, fast your monster could die because I feel like if they would have made it extended it a little longer. Like I said, I grew attached to Ringo and I had him maybe forty minutes. If I would have had him, let's say four hours, I would have been heartbroken. That would have been like, that's my monster, man. Why are you killing him? But right. and then there were some balancing issues, like certain monsters that you would fight. No matter how strong your monster was, they would beat the fuck out of you in like two hits. it it, it, it just got a little infuriating, which I know that they're fixing that in the new uh, re-release. So that will be probably the definitive way to play this game. And I still recommend it. Right. Like if you like raising monsters and if you like uh, unique monster designs, if you like uh, RPGs, I still recommend that you play this game because it is a, it's very unique for this genre. But as for me, me uh, I think I'm going to give this game a 7.6. I think that will be my rating on that. I think it's fair. Jared, I'm sorry if you don't like our ratings, but <laughs> we gave our reasons.
0: Yeah, I think we did all right because, I mean, just uh, like I said, that's what I love about the podcast is we all have our different point of views on it. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad he sent us a score so we could give it. I hate that he wasn't here, but still yet. Um, so I've got us all averaged up since we're missing our, our brains of the operation, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So with our, all three scores tallied together, we're giving this one exactly an 8.0. Ooh. So that's the official jam rating is an 8.0 for monster rancher. That's two. a great, I mean, yeah, yeah it's still great. Yeah. Jared lifted it up himself. So that's good. But, yeah. uh, yeah, like I said, I still don't, I'm not saying like, you know, don't play the game and definitely go play the game, but, um, like I said just the repetition of it going over and over once I've got the two monsters I was like okay now on a phone though like you I mean, they mentioned iOS I could see me just sitting at work or something like that or using the this bathroom game is you know perfect like the phone a forward. switch
1: or a phone absolutely if you're sitting a, there in front of a TV yeah, I'd, screen I'd like it, it can easier. get a little a little boring like you said at times where you're just sitting there doing the same stuff but let's say you have a 30 minute lunch break that's perfect just bring up the game yeah. train your monster a little bit do a few battles then you're done
0: exactly you're sitting there riding, going somewhere on a vacation or something trip. You're just back there, just yeah, just go over and over. You don't really have to, you don't have to dive into it and be like, okay, what are we doing here? Where's my next move? Mm-hmm. What, what did I go left already? Did I go right? Which dungeon am I at? This is just nope. Just train your monster in battle. So it would be perfect on a phone. I'd probably enjoy it more on a phone myself. Oh yeah. But okay, um, yeah. yeah, I guess that's our review score, eight point rating. Stamp it, and um, <laughs> we finally get to move on now.
1: Finally three long weeks I've had at least I don't know 15 people ask where's the podcast where's the podcast we're sorry guys we've been we've all been busy and we at least we're here to do this now so so everyone will have a game to yeah. play for this next week.
0: Oh, we would all want rather be doing the podcast and spinning the wheel than uh, doing whatever <laughs> what we've had to been doing. Like for Absolutely. real, like if you said, "Hey, Matt, would you rather go to work or come home and do the podcast?" Like I'd want to do the podcast. Yeah. I like plus when we don't do the podcast, I don't have nothing to like, like nothing to talk about on Facebook because whenever it's we're doing these podcasts, I'm on retro jammers all the time. I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? Anybody else playing this game? Is this whatever? And since we've not been doing them, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is. And I I'm just going. also to want to thank home.
1: our our listeners because they've been uh, interacting with us, even with no product for the past three weeks. So, thank you guys for interacting with us and and being patient. It's we're, we're trying we're trying our best, and we're gonna try to get you an episode next week and get back on track.
0: Yeah, we'll get on track to even like I said, we we're, we're recording with just us two right now. If we have to do that next week, we will. But Jared should be back, uh, even if he has to take a hiatus with football and everything, because like I said, he is busy, busy. But we tried. To, we actually were tried to record this episode last night and had some technical difficulties. It just wouldn't connect, and we kept losing our progress. So right. we kind of had to finally call it quits because we tried for, what, a good hour and a half there to get it recorded, mm-hmm. and we just didn't even get started. So so that's why it's just us two this time. But like I said, he's still in it. We're all still in it. We just had to put it off. But mm-hmm. no more. We'll, even if one of us has to solo it, we'll put something out.
1: All right, Carter, you ready?
0: Uh, I've been ready. <laughs> <laughs> I've been ready for a oh, Two weeks
1: now. Okay, man. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Woo!
0: Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. All right, PS two. <laughs> it is for me. You got it on GameCube, is that right? Uh,
1: yeah. Me and me and Jared both got it on GameCube. So this will this will oh, be a fun perfect. week. I mean, this is definitely a one week game. This isn't no two, three three-weeker. So we'll we'll have this done pretty quick um okay there's something i want us to do carter i'm 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 just gonna say this now for the people listening if if you all aren't fans of harry potter or you don't know anything about it i want you to download download the harry potter app and i want you to take the sorting hat quiz and see if you get either gryffindor slytherin ravenclaw or hufflepuff and what we're going to do on our facebook and twitter uh is we're going to make a poll and i want to see what each of you get because i'm curious and next uh, whenever we do the Harry Potter episode, I want you all to reveal what you are. We're going to reveal what we are because we already know me, Jared and Carter. So, I mean, that's just a little something to look forward to, I guess. It's not much. But.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, there's a ton of Harry Potter stuff we can talk about. I mean, I love the movies. I've watched them more than five times I, and there's a I'm lot of a, movies there.
1: Yeah. As far as the movies go, I'm a fanatic for Harry Potter. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this week. I'm hoping you like right. the game, this Carter. Is- it's not like the best game of all time, but it, I think for a movie license game in the early 2000s, you'll enjoy it. So,
0: Well, I believe I will. Like I said, this will be the first Harry Potter game I've ever played, really. This is I, like I basically said, the only Harry Potter long, game but. you
1: should ever play. <laughs> but- <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot uh, of them are shit. No. But th-
0: I feel like this one. They great. got that new one coming out. Oh, oh my God. Dude. I can't wait for it. Dude,
1: this is like the appetizer before the main event. That game, yeah, you're not yeah, going to hear from wait. me for two weeks when that game comes out.
0: Yes, podcast is getting shut down, boys. Exactly. It's, yep. I agree. I I'm getting that hundred percent. That's that's fair. That's I'll be doing the same thing. Shoot, we'll talk about it on the if we have to. We'll say, <laughs> hey, we're taking a break from the retro game, and we're gonna talk about the new Harry Potter game. righty, man. This going to be so next you? week
1: we're going to Hogwarts. So uh, I hope you all stay tuned and follow along.
0: Oh yeah. That that's right. Keep coming. And also don't forget to Review our podcast on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot and send it to us so we can get you all, get you guys entered for that uh, PlayStation Classic because it's free. We're paying shipping and everything. We'll send it right to you. It's still sealed in the box, ready to go. Yep. But um, guys, it's time for Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, right? Mm-hmm. So next week. So we'll see you all next week and uh, thank you all for listening and sticking with us. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Retro Jammers Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, leave
1: us a review wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow along and interact with us at Facebook by searching up the Retro Jammers or on Twitter, where our handle is at Retro Jammers. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back
0: next week. and uh, Let's get playing.